Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com, also available on iTunes and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Today, we welcome to the Radio Plasma Studio Holyoke High School principal, Stephen Sullivan. Great, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, I guess one of the first topics to cover is to talk a little bit about you as principal of the Holyoke High School and the connection that I think it is the perfect fit. In your case, being a Holyoke native, Holyoke resident, and being part of a, a result of the Holyoke public school system. What can you tell us a little bit about that background? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think um, reflecting back on it, initially it seemed a bit surreal when I first went back to Hoyok High School as an administrator. I started back there as an assistant principal after teaching at Dean Technical High School for um, seven years. And then the opportunity presented itself to be principal. And I, I can tell you, when I was at high school, at Hoyok High School in the late 90s, I never thought that I would be the principal, but when the opportunity presented itself, I saw it as a challenge, but also saw it as an opportunity. I think being a product of Hoyok High School made me feel that this is a real opportunity to give back, to allow me to make some changes, me and my team to make some changes and implement things that I may have seen as a teacher or as a student or an assistant principal that maybe could have been changed or added or provided opportunities to students who didn't have them previously. You had the opportunity to see life and, and have experience and education outside of the city as well. And at some point decided to return and pretty much give back to the community. Yeah, I think that's that's something, again, unique. Well, maybe not unique in Hoyoke. I think a lot of people who've gone through the Hoyoke Public Schools end up coming back in some capacity. But I think when you're younger and in high school, especially in you know your teenage years, you're thinking that, you know, what am I going to do to get myself out of here? And again, I might have had that moment at time or had that thought at times, but really... I think I knew early on it was what can I do to give back to the community that I feel like has given me so much. I know it's cliche, but I feel like the opportunities that I've had and have presented themselves to me in life, I think I can trace back to Hoyoke to identify like that being a point of origin for those opportunities. So once you jump in and get on board the Hoyoke High School, What, what were the things that you noticed compared to the time when you were a student? Yeah, I think the demographics had changed. I think when I was a student at Hoyoke High School, and I don't know that this has changed, but I think some of the transiency and, and some of the hardships that I think our community had to deal with, I don't think that was at the forefront of my mind as a student. And certainly as a teacher and then as an administrator, those things really are at the forefront of my mind. And I think it's about, you know, finding the balance of supporting the students who need support, celebrating the students who need to and deserve to be celebrated, and 
identifying opportunities, supports, celebrations for those students in the middle. And I think that's where, you know, the vast majority are in that middle group. And, you know, how do we touch on that diverse group from the high achievers to the students who really need support and then everything in between. And I think that's where opportunities lie, but I also think that's where challenges lie. And it's about finding that balance. And I don't think we've found it yet, but I think we're making steps in the right direction as not just at Hoyoke High School, but I think the Hoyoke Public Schools and community in general. So right now, talking about those challenges, what will be the most relevant right now, the ones that require priority? I think about a year ago, maybe a little bit more ago, more than that, we started talking about one of the things that needed to be addressed, and that was our ninth grade experience. I think we were looking at ninth grade, and you look at the data, and students who got out of the ninth grade who were promoted they really did well and they were graduating at a good rate, but we were retaining so many students in ninth grade, which was, you know, a significant contributor to the reason that the graduation rate in the city had been so long and had been so low, excuse me. And last year we developed the ninth grade academy and we wanted students to be on teams and to really find supports in adults on that team. So their teachers, the idea was this core group of teachers are going to have the same students throughout the day. And those students are going to be very closely connected with those teachers. So they're going to have supports built in through those relationships. And I think we did a pretty good job at our first attempt at that, but it's not what our vision was. I think this year is our first crack at it. And we don't have the amount of students that we would like to be on true teams. So we're being reflective. And I always say, if we expected to hit it out of the park on our first attempt, I mean, that would have been great. But the reality is that sometimes, you know, you just got to get the ball rolling in the right direction. I think we have done that. Um, And it's about reflecting and identifying things that we did do well this year and things that could have been done better, could have been done differently and make sure as we move towards the 17-18 school year, that those things are adjusted and those things are changed and new processes are implemented where necessary. As part of this process, the way you mention it, I think it is basically a process of learning, which is a, yeah. a great way to put it, being the high school, a process where everybody's learning and pretty much adapting to a new circumstances, to a new situation that all as a society we are experiencing. Yeah, I, I, you put it very well there. I, I think it's, it is absolutely a learning experience for all of us, maybe more so for the adults than anyone else. I think for better or worse, we've had some deep rooted tradition in history, not just in education in the city, but, you know, in many aspects of the lives that we live. And I, for one, needed to take a step back and say that I need to learn about this. I need to know more about this. And, you know, how does this decision impact our students? How does this decision impact our families? And then really go back to that decision and say, would it work if we changed something here? Would it work if we added something here? And so it has been a learning process. And I think it continues to be a learning process for me, for our teachers, for all the adults, and 
it's continued into this year as we're moving into this secondary redesign where we're working collaboratively, not just about what is the educational experience like at Hoyok High School, but what is the secondary experience at both of our high schools and how is that process, how are what we're doing as as a public school system, specifically in secondary education, impacting the lives of our youth. So this uh, part of the redesign, what are the initiatives taking place right now? Yeah, so I think the primary initiative of the redesign is identifying a, a pathway for every student. And that doesn't mean that everybody's going to get on this individualized pathway, but really using the idea of structures like academies to identify a pathway. Every student, we need to start talking about career and college a lot sooner. It doesn't just start, that conversation, excuse me, shouldn't just start in ninth grade. By the time they come to us in ninth grade, we should have a, an idea, some information about that student, where they're headed. And of course, teenagers, they're going to change their mind from year to year. I mean, from day to day, they're going to change their minds. But Typically, their interests are something that they hold near and dear to themselves. And if we can tap into those interests and connect those interests to what they're doing at school and what they're experiencing at school, that's how we engage them. That's how we help them take ownership of their learning and then put them on a pathway so that they can be successful, whether that be in a career and then college, in college and then a career, in military, whatever that might be, and really This idea of academies isn't so we're training them for a job or a career. It's so that we're helping them obtain and then hone the skills that they're going to need for whatever co career or college pathway that they decide to choose upon graduation. So we're talking possibly a little bit more like an exploratory scenario for them to try or at least get a little taste of what their possibilities are and which one they could feel more comfortable to develop that knowledge and those skills towards a, a career or the professional development path. Yeah, I think we want to be proactive in piquing their interest. How do we hook them as early on as possible? And it absolutely is about getting them to a point of, of saying like, this is something that I truly love. And it's not like, well, I need to go to school today. It's like, I want to go to school today because I'm learning something and I'm learning things that I'm interested in, that I, that I love to learn about. And there are going to be some exploratory components. We actually, adults, community members, some students just got, went through an exploratory phase in this redesign process where we visited... Um, we did over 130 school visits across the United States, two countries, actually. There was one visit in England. We were in Chicago, the Bay Area, going into schools and exploring. What what are they offering? What are they doing that we might be able to use in Hoyoke? What are they offering that our student might engage our students? And it wasn't about going in and trying to steal ideas, but it was trying to learn like you said before, trying to learn about things that are being done differently and how can we maybe take pieces of those and then adapt them so that they can fit in Holyoke. So we've been doing some exploration. We actually just last month are starting to wrap up that phase of it and now we're getting closer to 
some implementation and piloting some of these programs and ideas um, in the second half of the school year as the secondary redesign process. But one thing on top of that is that's been prominent is giving our younger students, our eighth, ninth graders, opportunities to explore what pathway, what career field are you interested in? And here, get a little taste of each one and then let us know what feels right for you. And then like, let's work together to put you on that pathway. And again, opportunity for students to own their own learning, which we feel like will breed more engagement. So possibly maybe this is, this is a question you may have had before. Let's say I'm a parent and my kids are about to start high school and I would like to know what they can expect from Holyoke High School. What are their possibilities? What they can do aside of the regular structured classes? What are the other activities? What they can do? Yeah, so that's a very interesting question for me. And I feel like my response to that is evolving as I learn more about this secondary redesign process because it's not something that we want to just jump into. We want to be thoughtful about it and like really get to the granular details so that so that students and parents feel supported when they're coming to the high school. But what I can say is students are going to have opportunities and I truly believe this. Students are going to be ha have opportunities in Hoyoke that they have not had before and I think Some students may have had some of these opportunities, but I think they're going to be open to many more students, a much broader demographic it will be open to. And some of it will be through community service learning. Some of it will be through project-based learning with capstone projects. So students will, could be working on year-long projects and then presenting to not just their teacher, but to their families, to their peers, internships, apprenticeships. We've tripled our dual enrollment opportunities this year from last year, and we continue to expect that to grow. You know, AP course options, I think that has been one of our strengths at Holyoke High School specifically is, you know, students who are have typically been in that AP dual enrollment type track have really done well. But we want to broaden that demographic. We want more students to have those opportunities. And we've established partnerships with UMass, with Westfield State University, with Hoyt Community College to really provide those opportunities earlier and earlier to our students. I mean, even some of our 10th grade students are having opportunities to go off campus and enroll in AP classes and do some community service internships. So... One of my visions is that I'd like to support students to get as much as they can done in their ninth, 10th, 11th grade. And then their 12th grade could be very experiential where they're going out in the community. They're going out to businesses, whether it's internships, apprenticeships, service-based learning, but really having like real life experience that they're earning potentially high school and college credit for so that they can truly be career and college ready because I don't believe that an MCAS result says that you are career or college ready. And if that's truly what we're expected to train our students to be, they need to get experiences in the fields that they're interested in so that they can be prepared for whatever comes next after high school. And talking about this experiences that they can acquire while studying, I guess uh, one of the opportunities they're having, for example, with different workshops like the, the Herald, 
which I believe it is a great opportunity for students to get into what journalism is, for what covering news events, being observant of what's happening in their own environment, especially when it has to do with their own community. It's a great possibility to establish a set of experiences and skills for students to go not, not just beyond what journalism should be, but also to get involved into the community happenings and, and issues and events and different things that are pertaining to their own interests because it's their, their surrounding, it's their environment. Yeah, I, I think you bring up a good example in the Herald. I think the Herald is truly a microcosm of what we'd like the secondary experience in Hoyoke to be. I think... Joe Kershane, Mr. Kershane, who runs the Herald, I think for a while it was like, oh, this is the student newspaper. This is, oh, and it's part of a class. But I think it's grown to be so much more. It is, I joke, although I don't know, like, I think it's like one of the most read newspapers in Hoyoke, and it is produced by our students. And like, that's the experience that all of our students need and opportunities that all of our students need so that they can develop those skills so that they can be good communicators and they can share their opinions and they can understand two sides of these very difficult issues that we all face and in life and see on the media. And Joe Kershane is actually getting more involved in the secondary redesign process around like a communication type pathway. And opportunities for journalism and media literacy and those pieces. And I think that is, you make a good point, and the Herald is something that's, it's not just this school structure, it's not just this class, it's, you know, it's an authentic real world opportunity that our students have to participate in. And you see when students become part of that program, you can see how they grow I mean, as readers and writers and everything, but just as human beings. I mean, the growth that you can see from students who participate in programs like that are, is just incredible. That's what I personally, and I think we as a district, want to see more and more of moving forward through the secondary redesign process. The Herald is one of many aspects on different areas for youth to explore and learn. Of course, there is always the part that is pertaining to the ones interested in sports. I always encourage, whether it's at open house or when I'm meeting with eighth graders or when I'm meeting with parents, I always encourage students to get involved in something. If it is sports, if it is music, if it is the band, if it is the high school musical, the drama club. We have so many extracurriculars to offer, so many activities that students can learn from. I think that is what keeps students engaged as well. It's not just the curriculum. It's like, how do I feel part of this school? And when you identify a club or an extracurricular activity that you really commit to and you really feel part of, I think it starts to feel like family for a lot of our students. And that's what gets them in. Like, it again goes back to what I said earlier about not saying, oh, I have to go to school today. Well, I want to go to school because we have a choir event or I want to go to school because we have a band, band concert or a basketball game. Like, that's what connects students and that's what makes them feel part of a school community. And I think we want our school community to be bigger than that. We want it to be part of 
the Holyoke community? There's a lot of work involved and definitely this also includes the participation not only from students and their commitment to learn and, and grow, but also from the families, from parents, guardians. And you you have been now doing a series of activities that are looking up to engage with uh, and create that connection, building those bridges with families, with parents, and how this is working and what are the plans with this dynamic? Yeah, I think um, it, this change process, this transition, we do need to rely on our parents, our families, our community members to support this process. And Family and community engagement is something that's important to me, and it's something that I also need to improve on. I think it's some, it's been a challenge in Hoyoke, but I don't think it's because people don't care. I absolutely don't think that. I think people do care, and we need to make it about the students, and we need to provide opportunities for people to to come into the schools. We need to provide opportunities for people to share their insight about what is and isn't working at Holyoke High School or any other school in our community. But in order to get where we all want to go as a school system and as a school, I think we need to get parents involved. And I am certainly open to hearing from parents. I have been working with my family engagement team at Holyoke High School on, through the month of January to do some community office hours. And we've we're promoting them in specific neighborhoods, depending on where the event is. We had one at Capri Pizza. We have one at Fernandez Family Restaurant on High Street. We have some at some of our schools, anywhere we can go. And this time around, we've done it during the day. So if parents are available during the day, um, certainly open and very informal. Just, again, what's working for you at, at Hoyok High School um, or in the Hoyok Public Schools and what's not? So we can get that information and adjust our practices accordingly. And I think it's something that we're going to continue to work on and we're going to offer some after school hours as well. We know that during school hours doesn't work for everyone, but I personally and my team, I know we want to be available to parents. We're also trying to build a parent volunteer program at Hoyle High School. It's something that we have not had in the past, but we need to build our capacity as a community organization in every way possible. And I think parents have a lot to contribute and parents have a lot of institutional knowledge that we can get better from. So we invite parents at any time to come talk to us. Sergio Vicente or Jennifer Gonzalez, our, our family engagement team at the high school. If anyone's interested, they can come see me or Sergio or Jennifer. We have a parent volunteer packet that we have that they can read through and we would take somebody if they can give us 30 minutes a week or 30 hours a week, we'd be happy to have them. In this case, for volunteer parents, they need to have students enrolled at the high school or they could be, maybe they are still on any of the other public schools. Yeah, they, if they want to volunteer at Hoyoke High School, we can find something for them to do, I'm sure. It doesn't have to be a Hoyoke High School parent. They could have students who graduated from Hoyoke High School or plan to come to Hoyoke High School in the, in the future, whatever we can get to you know, build our capacity. So we want people who care about our students. And I think that is the one and only thing that I'm looking for, people who care about, you know, having a positive impact in the youth, on the youth in Hoyoke. And if you have that passion, if you have that, like that's your desire, then we have a place for you. 
So basically, it's just for parents to reach out to contact you at the Holyoke High School. Yes, and I mean we're trying to reach out through these community conversations that I'm that I'm hosting through the month of January. So that's just one thing. But yeah, if parents want to reach out, if parents have questions about it, I mean. We're happy to go to your house and answer some questions. We're happy to have you at the high school to answer some questions. Whatever works for you. If we can share some information that is helpful to you and engages you in part of this change process, then we're happy to do that. So far, you have a long experience as a teacher and recently now as a principal of the Holyoke High School. This could be a difficult question for you, but what it will be possibly your most gratifying experience so far? Hmm, that is a difficult question. Um, I don't know that I can narrow it down to one right now. I think the most gratifying experiences for me are when I see students or former students who feel proud of themselves, who feel proud of what they've done, whether it is a basketball player, whether it is somebody on graduation, whether it is a student who just performed in the musical, somebody who is feeling that same pride that I talked about, about being from Holyoke, when they feel that about themselves. I think that's the most gratifying moment. And I think it becomes especially gratifying when it was a student who maybe when they entered as a ninth grader or when they first walked in the doors at Hoyok High School, didn't feel like they were going to find something for themselves, didn't feel like graduation might be an option. Like when they get to that point, it's that look when they see you and they're like, you know what, I did do it and I'm so happy and I'm so proud of myself for doing it. Those are the moments that I carry close to my heart. Any message that you would like to, to give to your students, to the families in Holyoke? Um, I think the only message is, is that I, I do this because I care about our students. Um, it's, the youth of Holyoke is very important to me in everything that I do, and I feel like despite struggles and challenges and frustrations my goal is to provide them all the opportunities possible and no matter what the situation our students are always going to have somebody who has their back i made this question because what i think it is important to always keep in mind is i know many people are always going to be talking about the situation that the public school system is going through right now with being in, in a receivership, the reasons for it to happen. But definitely what I believe is uh, the most important aspect of all of this situation is the opportunity that it brings to all of us to re-emerge, to keep learning, to thrive from this situation and show what we all are capable to do. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. Initially, I was one like many who kind of pushed back against the receivership. But since it's been here, I, I do. I absolutely 100% believe that it is an opportunity. And I feel as part of this, actually, on this secondary redesign process, I feel like it's an opportunity for Hoyle to be on the cutting edge of innovative practices in education, where we've often been 
middle to back of the pack. This is an opportunity to be out on the leading edge of it. And we've heard that and during our exploratory process as we visited these schools in Massachusetts and all over the country, leaders and teachers have said, we're watching what's happening in Holyoke. We want to see what's going on there. And when you know that others are watching, when your work is as public as it is, like you take pride in it and you take ownership in it. And I think that's one thing from the administration to the teachers, to the clerks, to the custodians, everybody works so hard. Everybody is doing their best. And it's just about like channeling that work so it can benefit our students in any way possible and understanding that that might mean change for us, but let's get out in front of it and do whatever it takes to make Hoyuk the place that we all want it to be. Principal Sullivan, thank you so much for your words, for the time you gave us today to talk about what's going on with Holyoke High School. And most important, thank you for your dedication for our youth. Thank you. I appreciate your, your We time. We have this conversation with Holyoke High School Principal Stephen Sullivan, and this is the Radio Plasma Podcast. This episode was produced at the Plasma Media Lab at the Gandhara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Massachusetts. I'm your producer and host, Jorge Rashivega. Thank you for listening.